Welcome back. Good morning. 16th of October and it's the Flat Racing Guru. I'm your host, the Flat Racing Guru and welcome to my podcast on today's racing in Britain and South Africa. Um, well, I'll have a look at three races from um, Fairview on Tuesday, the first three races. Um, let's get on with it. Firstly, not a bad day. Yesterday we had the um, Paul Midgley 10-1 to winner. We um, I advised you to have a little bet on that one uh, to beat the, the, the strong heavy favourite. I told you he was, um, you know, coming into form and he was thrown in on his old form. So another strike for the guru yesterday. Overall, it was, you know, average, average. A um, couple of co- more could have won, but were placed sort of thing. Anyway, let's get on to today. Leicester, I'm not a keen fan of Leicester racetrack, to be honest with you. Um, but we'll have a go. Okay, we'll start off at the 2 o'clock at... Um, Leicester to British Stallion Stud EBF Novice Stakes for two-year-olds. It's a class four. Uh, the going today is good to soft at Leicester. Um, it normally tends to favour those coming down the middle or the far side on the straight track. Um, on the turning track, uh, the far side it favours. Just a couple of off the rail coming down the home straight. Right, the first the, in the first race at two o'clock, I do think Pharaoh Angel, Quintana, and Global Heat. Though those are the three to concentrate on. Uh, Pharaoh Angel looks like an, um, a maturing type. Um, Tipple of Kumani probably be a good three-year-old next season, but he does look quite a decent two-year-old for the back end. Quintana. Looks like uh, um, the pedigree is a staying pedigree. I don't think you mind the ground. And Global Heat, obviously, you've got um, made a good impression on debut. Um, if I was going to choose between the three, Quintana, uh, Pharaoh Angel is giving way to Quintana. I think Quintana maybe is the one here, um, just with the pedigree and the ground. And, you know, he probably... Um, run a really good race and I can't believe the odds around 8 or 10 to 1 uh, I do respect Pharaoh Angel and Global Heat um, but I think it's, you know I think Quintana could be a decent each way bet in that race um, I mean I do know a little bit about Pharaoh Angel um, and I'm surprised it won last time out so it's obviously a lot better than I thought it was because I thought it was it would progress slowly into next year, being a maturing type. Um, but obviously it's more forward than I thought. Um, now he's won a race, you know, he could put the handbrakes on. You don't know, don't know these things. It is being backed. Um, I don't know whether that's actual stable money or just the people's um, opinions. But I'll put Quintard up. It's the best. I mean, it's a decent price. He's got a good RPR. Um, and I do like the pedigree. And I do like the trainer. Um, obviously, Global Heat will improve. He could improve past, but he's even money. You know, at Quintard, at least you're getting something back. He could 
bet to place win, which is a much easier bet. You don't have to put two stakes on each way. Place win at 6.74 for Quintara would be the bet I would look at on the pro markets. 2.30. Um, we'll pass the 2.30 to selling stakes. Not interested in that one. 3.05 is a decent handicap. Um, a class 2 um, for 20 grand. I think there's two in this race to concentrate on. Number two, Shady McCoy, which I think will win. Uh, and the three-year-old, Lord Oberon. Now, the three-year-olds are just starting to um, catch up with the four-year-olds late in the season, where normally they should have caught up around the summertime. But I think this three-year-old generation is a bit, it's slightly weaker than previous generations, except for the, the real top-class ones like Two Dawn Hot. I mean, they're outstanding. So they're probably above average of the three-year-old generation's um, horses like that. And there's another couple, um, Gosden and um, Charlie Appleby and Stout and stuff like that they have. Um, but I do think uh, Shady McCoy should win this eight-year-old. He's a gallant eight-year-old. He was a third last time, but he is a course and distance winner. And... Um, of the three olds, I think the Carl Burke, um, Lord Oberon is the danger who could improve again today. So I would be looking at quite a decent price, Lord Oberon. Um, I think he's definitely one to watch out for from the three-year-olds. Uh, and I think they are catching up now with the four-year-olds. Right, we'll go on to the 335. Um, it's a two-year-old. Point Maiden Stakes, Class um, 4 race. It's a sire and dam restricted race, so they're restricted to certain sires and certain dams. Right, I do like Monsieur No. I know um, this was a very expensive horse, Monsieur No. Um, if that's the right pronunciation, uh, trained by Roger Varian. Um, he's by Shamadal, uh, out of Night Frolic, who's by Night Shift. He's a February foal, he's a ninth foal, costs 500,000 at Tattersalls, uh, the October Book 1, um, which we've just um, had last week for this year, um, some great buys last week. Um, his half-brother to a Dante Stakes winner in Bonfire. Uh, to the Group 2 winner Windsor Forest Stakes winner, Joviality. And he's related to the fair 7.5 and 8.5. Hurls winner Burns Knight by Selkirk. And the modest two-year-old five furlong winner, Chiquita Banana by Danehill Desert. The dam, a modest one-mile winner. It's a half-sister to five winners, including the U.S. Grade 3 Cardinal Handicap Stakes winner, uh, Miss Corleona, herself dam of the group winners, Karen's Caper and Miss Coronado. Coronado. The second dam, Miss Diorali by Bill Carl, a listed nine furlong winner as a half-sister to six winners, including Miss Satamita, the pre-Jacks Limara winner, and Sheikh Mohammed Obada Al Maktoum, that is the owner. Um, he's a strong, well-made, cold, 
and it should be coming along nicely in the late season. Uh, that's what I get. So I do like him, Monsieur Noir. Um, what price is he? Uh, he's around 11 to 4. The favourite, Estidaf, um, who's had two runs, is 7 to 4. Uh, I do think Monsieur Noir should win this. Um, Roger Varian's been up and down this season, but you know, he, the ones he has getting ready to win have won quite easily. So if you've got him prepared today, I think he'll beat the um, Bin Soro horse. I, I I think he's a lot better than we've seen so far. So Monsieur Noir um, is the one in that race. The um, the four o five. I mean, you can't look past Come On Leicester. Um, I do think a lot of these um, these buys for this owner. Um, he spent a lot of money in you know this owner of Come On Leicester. He spent a lot of money, sent his horses to various trainers. The main trainer um, to him is. Andrew Balding, and Andrew Balding's obviously got the pick of who he sends his other horses to. Um, but I do think they've paid a lot of money for these horses. Um, maybe they're, you know, they're three-year-olds and they run them far too early. The trainer, the owner, might want to run them. Maybe they're three-year-olds. A lot of their pedigrees say they, you know, they're like late maturing three-year-olds and they've been running early. So maybe that's why they've been disappointing. But overall, I think he's spending far too much money. Um, you know, it's just making the false prices for horses. It's ridiculous, if you ask me. Uh, but anyway, come on, Leicester. I mean, Gospel. Uh, you know, he has got a chance to make Shannon's horse. Uh, but I think come on, Leicester, he's just... He's a better horse, far better horse, even though he's disappointed. But he has been in, taking on some decent company, so I'd be very surprised if Come On Leicester gets beat today, to be, to be honest with you. Right, so what else have we got at um, oh, the 440 at um, Leicester? I mean, this is a two year old nursery, uh, the Fosway Nursery. Um, Miss Green Dream, Rival Dancer, or the favourites? I mean, I can't see how these two are favourites. Is just I'm just probably stunned. I do think um, the one who's going to show more improvement and he's drifting is F L U R Fleur. I mean, the Fleur that's sort of a um, camera lens, isn't it? So you can see in black and white and at night time a Fleur. So I think Fleur, I mean, it is a quite an ordinary um, nursery for, you know, quite low rated horses so far. But some have the, I know Tiger in the Tank, Tom Clover liked him when he was uh, bought at the sales. Um, Toro Light, you know, um, I do think Sesame has probably got his best chance to win today. But uh, if you see any money for Sesame late on, I think that's probably the way to go. If Sesame is back late on, not early, I don't, I wouldn't care about any early money. I mean, if it was getting back early, I would probably think, yeah, you know, see what happens. But if there's money late for Sesame, that's probably the one. But I do like Fleur. I think he'll improve. Um, I think Carl Burke um, puts a handbrake on a lot of his. 
and you know until he lets them go and then they show that improvement so I do think Fleur could be the one there but obviously it's a low grade race I wouldn't be recommending any bets um, and my other picks would be Sesame and Tiger in my tank and I would be against the two favourites Miss Green Dream and Royal Dancer Royal Dancer I mean that that'll not show anything until next year on that pedigree I mean, even though Sylvester Kirk, I mean, I like Sylvester Kirk, he's a great trainer. Um, uh, and one thing you do want to respect Sylvester Kirk if there's any money for his horses. So that could be a clue. I mean, if there is more money for that royal dancer, I mean, that could be significant because I do respect the trainer. I think he's a brilliant trainer, but and I do, they do have a, a few gambles in that sort of um circle so you've got to watch out for that so uh but you know it's a really average race i mean half of these trainers they'll be going in the you know the i mean i've been in there hundreds of times myself in the um trainers and owners bar and 99 percent of us haven't got a clue what's going to win you know on apart from people like me because i you know i do all put all the hours in so, but most of the trainers, you know, in the owners and trainers, well, they, they're not sure they're going to win. So, you know, when you see all these gambles and stuff like that, half of these trainers are just praying that it's going to work out. They're not sure 100%. So, you know, that's that's the reality, not, you know, what you see on in your head from the internet or whatever. Right, I'm going to... Uh, 11.45, so Fairview, right. I mean, Fairview... You, you, the first few races, you just you want to be looking at Alan Grief. Um, he's a really top trainer. I think he's one of the one of the best trainers in South Africa. Um, Tara Lang, Alan Grief, Mike De Kock, um, Sean Terry, Saint John, um, Paul Peter, um, Candice Bass, Michael Robinson. I mean, I all respect all of those trainers um, in South Africa. I mean. I would love half of those trainers to come over here. You know, they, I think they're absolutely brilliant, brilliant trainers of horses. Um, and the jockeys in South Africa too, they're absolutely brilliant jockeys. Um, one of the best jockeys in the world, Gavin Larina. You know, if you look at any South African races in um, the Val, um, Turfontaine, you know, look for out for Gavin Lorena. He's one of the best jockeys in the world. And he did um, come to the UK, remember, in the World Cup. And he rode two nice winners in, in the World Cup at Ascot. Uh, brilliant, brilliant um, guy as well. Really good guy, family man. Um, of, I think I'll do a um, feature or a podcast feature on Gavin Lorena and some other South African jockeys. Um, just you know, when it quietens down in England, I'll do them features. Plus, I'm I'm going to do the um, fifty horses to follow for 2018, which will be um, one of the biggest assets you will have for your betting in 2018. Because I'm going to give you some absolute corkers of information in that fifty to follow. I mean, you won't be able to get this in the mainstream or, you know, from the racing post. So look out for my 50 to follow for 2018. And um, if you don't make a lot of money, I'll just, um, I'll give up. Right. So further ado, we'll get on to Fairview. Uh, 11.45 Landella. Um, 
the danger could be African Jabba, he's a daughter, um, a daughter of Philanthropist out of a western winter May, so African Java could be the danger to Landella, but I wouldn't see any problem with Landella winning. 12.20, Adal Berto, again, should win um, the danger, probably Samurai Dragon. 12.55, Guadalpo, um, the danger is definitely Pilot House, so I would split stakes with Guadalpo and Pilot House. I do think Pilot House, I've got Pilot House doing 75 and Guadalbo on 73, but Guadalbo will be the favourite for Alan Grief, and it probably could have a bit more, um, so we've got to watch out for that race. Um, and so now I'm going to have a look at um, the first few races at um, Kempton Park tonight. Right, the first race, the 545, I'm hoping to get us off to a winner. Um, I do like Secret Agent, I mean... Um, I thought he got injured, you know, at Bath a couple of years ago when he was a two-year-old. He, just, he was expected to be really good and go much further than his rating is now. Um, you know, I did like Stigrey as a two-year-old from the sales, and uh, Mr Muir did really talk him up as a decent sort. Uh, but he has... I, I thought he did get injured. I, I mean, it's not been written down anything, but I think he got injured at his Bath, and he was off a while, And but he's slowly getting back. I think he's still, he's only a four-year-old and he's still got uh, time to improve on, upon what he's done so far. And I think he will. I think as a five-year-old, he'll probably get into the 60s, 70s, eight. I think he'll get into the 80s. So I think he's got about, I would say he's got £20 to um, ability more than what he's shown so far. Um, and I do like him tonight. I think he'll win Secret Agent. Um and it's only like, you know, we've got a decent jockey on. 6.15, um, right. Um, this red impression is quite a decent sort um, from the trainer. He does like it. Um, material Girl is a decent sort. Um, each way, I think Material Girl could possibly be third or fourth. Um, I, but I think the winner could be Listen to the Wind. Now, the, um, what it is is Toronado... If, uh, listen to the wins by Toronado. Toronado's had twenty winners, two listed place, one group place. Uh, but I did, I do think Toronado is um, rather dependent on the dam. You know, if you've got a decent dam matched up with Toronado, I think they do well. The, I mean, it, I think the dam is dependent on his stock. You know, and um, the dam. Um, I've listened to the wind. Have has got first time out winners. I mean, his half brothers and sisters have won first time out. So um, I think the dam is quite decent. Um, listen to the winds, dam, and um, he could get first place. I think they do go well first time out. Um, I think that's been missed in the market. He's drifting nine to one. I think that's um, pretty ridiculous because I think listen to the wind could possibly win this race. I do think Red Impression, another debutant, will go close as well. So, you know, I do think um, Material Girl is quite decent too. And I do think, um, what was the other one I liked? Um, yeah, um, I think it was um, Paul Nichols's horse. Yes, Paul Nichols's horse. Um, I think Paul Nichols, I forgot the name of it, I haven't got it written down, but I do think that's got a chance, and I do think Mulan has also got a chance. 
Right, that's it then. So, we'll say goodbye and I hope to, you win today. And um, I'll see you back tomorrow. This is the Guru signing off.